This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCOM2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi, good afternoon. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel. Stream it on SEMSynergy.com or pick it up on iTunes uh, or any combination thereof. We're always entertaining. Yes. Well, no, we hope always. so. Always. Always. <laughs> yes. Always. Our guest today is Brent Rengen. He is the winner of the Small Biz Discovery Contest. Brett's prize was a pass to SES San Francisco, a full, uh, what was it called? Platinum Pass. Yeah, he got to see everything. Uh, Came by the booth a few times, had some pictures taken. Uh, Real good guy. Uh, With the conference behind us, Brent will share his takeaways. Now, um, certainly uh, one of the objectives of the contest is to give people who might not otherwise go to a conference access to the entire conference. Um, I think that his takeaways would be invaluable for everybody. Uh, Certainly we'd like to know what he took away that is actually uh, actionable. What can he do with it? Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I know he was just about everywhere at the conference. You know, he went to the training class that you did on Monday. Like you said, he came by the booth. Um, he even went to a session, took notes, and then sent it over to for us as a live blog. I mean, the guy was everywhere. He's so on the ball. So um, I'm really excited to see what he has to say and what he took away from it. What we want to do right now is talk about this uh, thing between Yahoo and Bing. I don't know what you're talking about. Sort of this partnership. They have uh, been able to accelerate the schedule and that the Yahoo results are running off of the Bing index. We have the API for both of them, but they are still showing some differences, which I guess was unexpected. Yeah, right. I, 
I thought that they were just sort of like handing it all over to Microsoft. And I mean, that's certainly the way the reporting made it sound. It was like, and now Yahoo has given up entirely, and Bing is running everything, and the only difference is that they're you know slapping the little Yahoo logo up in the corner. Right, but but I mean, I think it's that kind of thing that um, Shashi Seth, uh, the SVP of Yahoo Search Products, is trying to um, avoid at least that kind of thinking. They wrote a whole post about Yahoo Search is not dead, and it isn't. Uh, if you look at the API results, there's there's two noticeable things. Um, you know, being a tool developer, we see things a little bit differently than the rest of the world. What you're seeing, I think, in the index results is different from what you get from the API. And the word from what we get, at least, the word from the API, is at this point in time, there's a very strong likelihood that Yahoo will take the Bing index content but apply their own algorithm so that the results would not ultimately come out in the same sequence as what you see on Bing. Now, uh, that puts a spin on the concept of uh, there's one index. You're right, there's one index. But there may be two algorithms. And Yahoo may just have offloaded the spidering. They may have offloaded the crawling and the uh, spam filtering and whatnot. And if it makes it into the final index, then Yahoo is quite capable of taking that index and running their own algorithm, which would be why they would advise us not to drop their boss uh, API, but to keep it live and to keep reporting it separately from Bing's. Otherwise, we would have just switched over to the Bing API and had you know the same results for both, and why do I need two API calls? But Yahoo indicated, and it could be wrong and it could be subject to change without notice, but... Uh, every indication I have right now seems to be that Yahoo's going to have their own algorithm, therefore their own sequencing results. Well, I mean, they, they've certainly done it before. I mean, originally they were running off of Google's index with, you know, just some tweaks and bumps in their algorithm to make it a little bit different. So it's not like they don't, it's not like they didn't build their market share in the first place off of somebody else's index. So I guess if anybody is going to make that work, that's Yahoo. But I don't know. I I still think um, just having some search results that are slightly different is is not good enough. You don't think it's good enough? I don't think so. Well, Bing has passed Yahoo in market share. And I think that could be because people are just assuming Yahoo has given up. And they don't want to have another AltaVista or Excite kind of uh, experience. So if Yahoo has given up, we're just going to go to Bing. But it doesn't appear from what we're hearing that Yahoo has totally given up. They just offloaded all the expensive stuff. Right, right. Yeah, they, they say they are still a search engine. So for now, we will pretend that Yahoo is still a search engine. Over at Search Engine Land, there's a, an article called Bing plus Yahoo means 5% less organic traffic. And, you know, you mentioned how Bing's market share has now um, gone over Yahoo's, but the difference between market share and search volume is is different. And, you know, Yahoo's historically sent searchers to more landing pages, and so the algorithm really has a a lot to play in this kind of unfolding. Well, the thing to also remember 
the number one searched on term at Yahoo is the word Google. So what is market share? Think from what the article is saying, it's not just that they're sending more traffic, it's that they're sending better traffic. Like They stay on the site longer, they view more pages. So the traffic is better qualified with mm-hmm. Yahoo's algorithm. In that case, the ideal situation would be to be in Bing's index, but have people search using Yahoo's mm-hmm. algorithm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yahoo, Bing has a tendency to prefer homepages, which are not always detailed enough on targeted searches. If 58% of all searches are three or more words, that doesn't necessarily mean the homepage is the best result. And Bing has a tendency to sort of direct you towards the homepage instead of a detail page. I will admit that Bing has gotten much better. Since they started working with Yahoo, the results in Bing have improved, I think. But uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see you know, if they are able to do that. All right, it's time for a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be joined by Brent Rangan of Optimize Guys. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching! How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. The Joel Com Show, Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Virginia, and right now I'm joined by Brent Rangan, owner of Optimized Guys and the winner of this summer's Small Biz Discovery Contest. 
Brent recently attended SES San Francisco with the Platinum Pass he won for his article on SEO for small businesses. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Brent. Thanks for having me, Virginia. So to, to win the contest, you submitted an article that pretty much was a guide to the nuts and bolts of SEO. It was a primer on everything from Google's platforms and services and backlinks and on-page SEO, keyword research, analytics. But in your experience, what's the hardest concept for small businesses to understand, and how do you approach that with them? You know, one of the biggest factors is a lot of businesses, it's just so much information out there, it's really hard to decipher the good from the bad. Staying on, if, if you're hiring someone for SEO services, just kind of making sure that that they're following good good practices and kind of realizing that there are some clearly defined strategies that, that are okay um, and that actually work for search engine optimization. Uh, and what I was trying to do was just kind of give everyone you know, the meat of, of what it entails to do good SEO for, for a business. I think education is probably one of the biggest keys to making sure that you are putting your trust in a good organization for SEO. Absolutely. And there's so many SEO companies out there right now that really provide a huge range of services. Um, you know, and some of them, I think some business owners can kind of walk into bad services and not really even know it. So it's just really important to understand, you know, what is important to Google, what is important to Bing, um, and, and make sure that your SEO agencies are, are following those procedures. Speaking of education, um, you went to SES San Francisco and you attended sessions presented by some of the thought leaders of the internet marketing industry. Did you find any of the knowledge um, immediately applicable to your work and your clients? There was quite a bit there on um, social media and mobile, which was really interesting. Um, just you know, hearing kind of the direction that uh, mobile is going. Um, learning more about mobile sites. It, it was really, really interesting. Um, there was also a SEO lab there uh, where there was, uh, you know, some, I think it was put on by uh, Search Engine Watch. Yes, and um, uh, you covered that actually on the blog for us, which was awesome. Right. And, um, you know, you got to hear at that session from Miley Oye, who is the senior project manager for Google. It's always nice to hear straight from the source so what stood out to you at that session? You know, once it, it got going, uh, they started covering some live sites and going going through some of the questions that the um, webmasters had there. And it was pretty cool, you know, just to kind of hear from Miley uh, what, you know, why things were happening the way they were. She also talked about um, some new technologies coming to uh, the next role of the webmaster tools. It was pretty cool, and I, I mean, uh, I actually <clears throat> gave her some suggestions for webmaster tools, so that was pretty pretty fun. It's nice to have their ear. Um, yeah, absolutely. 
So you mentioned social as something that you were very interested in at the conference. And during the small business, uh, con- small business discovery contest, you were very active in sharing your submission via social media channels, demonstrating that the, there is a lot of value to be gained from leveraging this kind of cross-channel promotion. So what tactics have you found that work for personal branding efforts? And do you see any differences between social media for personal use and for business use? So many variables involved. It, it really depends on what industry you're in, um, what services you're providing, as far as succeeding on social media from a, a business viewpoint. One of the main things is is always just kind of building up authority. Um, you know, if you wanna if you wanna get a bigger web presence, um, you just need to show uh, you know that you're an authority on that subject. And, and social media is a really good way to do that. You know, Facebook, Twitter, even sites like Dig can help just show some validity that you know what you're looking at, you know what you're talking about, and it's it's you know a different approach than just going for Google traffic. Um, it can be quicker results too, quicker traffic results. So it's uh, it, I mean it, it's it's a big it's a big big deal right now, and um, it's definitely you know something a lot of companies should be looking at. You're right about it being a big deal. In fact, you know, you hear something or several things about social media case studies and success stories every day almost in this industry. But there's also the question of like, are we hyping it up too much? And uh, what is the real return on investment when it comes to social media? Because it isn't very measurable as far as online channels go. It's still kind of new in comparison to organic SEO. Uh, and I think it is going to become more measurable. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of dependent right now on the social media platform to provide us with those analytical data. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and I think that Facebook has been doing a, a lot better job, um, the, the development team. You could, I mean, now you can start seeing uh, some traffic results and impression information um, as far as, you know, your pages go on Facebook. Uh, And that might be in a large part because they started offering advertising services there. But um, I think, you know, I think as far as, like, conversion tracking or event tracking, that's probably, you know, a long ways away yet. Um, You know, I I think it, it, it will be something that will be happening pretty soon. I guess I think of it right now if you're if you're trying to talk to clients about the value of social media if you can put it in the perspective of it being part of your just like well halo media is a term that I've heard used before which is like a circle of your brand presence around you and they're they all kind of work together as far as is getting attention and influence absolutely you know it's 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 something too we can we we've started doing with uh, smaller businesses. Um, you know, it, one of the first things we always do is, is get a, a blog up for a company, and it's pretty pretty easy to syndicate. You know, some blog posts out to the social media sites um, and try and pull in some some um, targeted traffic from Facebook and Twitter and get the conversations going on your own domain versus, you know, on Facebook. It's 
kind of a strategy that's been working pretty well there. Um, but it is definitely something you know you need to you need to be on top of pretty pretty regularly um, managing those accounts and promoting it too. You entered the SEO category of the Small Business Discovery Contest, and we were also accepting ca- uh, entries to social media and PPC. Um, mm-hmm. So if you were to be answering the question, which was the prompt of the contest, which is what one recommendation would you give to a small business owner to improve their online presence, would the SMM category, uh, would your answer to that be start a blog? Yeah, I think it would be. I, you know, it's just there's a lot of options you can you can use or, um, or capitalize on once, once you have a blog. Um, it, I think a lot of companies right now, at least around here, are just stuck with, you know, static websites and they're, they're paying a lot of money to update those sites. Once they get on WordPress or, you know, Joomla and get a, a site that they can actually add content to on a regular basis, you know, that's a big thing. That's a big step for them right there. Um, but when you plug that into social media sites, you know, it just kind of expands your um, your reach there. So it's it's definitely something that I think is very powerful, and we definitely, you know, recommend that to all of our clients. Thanks, Brent. And um, there's more recommendations that you give all the time over at your blog, brent.rangan.net. And you can follow Brent on Twitter at Brent Rangan, B-R-E-N-T-R-A-N-G-E-N. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Brent. Thanks, Virginia. It was a blast. Stick around. There's more SEM Synergy on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCredit.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebOffer.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. 
If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prweboffer.com for 25% off. PRWeb, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on Webmaster Search Engine Marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Virginia, and I'm here with Susan and Paula, and today we've been talking about, what else? Search engines. Earlier in the show, Bruce talked about the Yahoo Bing partnership and the possibility that while the index may be the same, Yahoo may still plan to use its own ranking algorithm. Google, meanwhile, is always changing its algorithm, and one of the most recent changes seeks to deliver on a user's intent to find results from a single domain. The old brand question again. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's a more aggressive version of the Vince update that came out earlier in the year, but it's, you know, very much pushing the idea of brand searches as being like all the same result, right? And and I think we kind of went over this a little bit before where you know, the you, you search for Bruce Clay and 8 of the 10 results are Bruce Clay or Bruce Clay owned domains. That's a lot. You know, when when we're used to seeing one with an indented version, you know, at most, it's huge to see, you know, 5, 6, 7 pages and Wikipedia it makes it hard for the other sites that are offering something that's of value and relevant to even show up. And in the comments on um, Google's post, thank you, on Google's post, that's right, um, there were a lot of, of anecdotes, people that had rankings, say, number two, number three, for a relevant um, piece of information, and now they were bumped to page two. Right, right. I mean... Something like, you know, doing a search for, you know, Apple's iPad. And you get all of these Apple results. Maybe you don't want to know about Apple, what Apple has to say about the iPad. You're looking for other information about it. It's not necessarily the best user experience to get just one site. However, it does give them a chance to almost do refinement within the SERP itself. You know, if you're searching for a big you know, open topic like iPad and they present you with five different things about the iPad from the same site, were you looking for buying an iPad? Were you looking for specs? Were you looking for... And then they have all of these different things. They can do the refinement and now they know, oh, you were actually looking for iPad specs. And so you're either going to get your question answered or you're going to look at that and be like, that's actually what I wanted and you're going to go back up and refine your query. I wonder if they found then that site links weren't very useful, or at least users weren't using them, because that was a similar concept. Just like, But in the one result, here, are you looking for any of these kinds of things? I love those. Those are so useful. Oh, I never use them. <laughs> you don't? I don't. I heard they were... But, see, I think part of it is that unless I know the site so that I know exactly what page I'm looking for, site links don't really tell me anything. It's just the title of whatever the page is, and if the title isn't clear it doesn't do me any good, right? So if I look for a restaurant and one of the links is menu and I was looking for the menu, that's useful because it says right. menu. If it says daily specials, I might not click on it because I'm not looking for the daily specials, but that might be the title of their menu page. Mm-hmm. So then I have to take mm-hmm. the second you know, uh, thing. And sometimes the things that they throw up as site links just aren't good you know, because people haven't taken the time to refine them and, and figure it out. And so 
I don't know. I, I find sight links hit and miss. But the difference between sight links and this is that you do get the description. You get the URL. You get to see ahead of time what you're going to be clicking on. Mm-hmm. And it's not just that little snippet that they built the site link. What about the users, though? Do you think that the users want Google taking over their own thinking process? I mean, as a user doing a search, I want my options. And Eric Schmidt seems to think that you don't. <laughs> Eric Schmidt says that uh, that people want Google to make the decisions for them. And, you know, I mean, there is an argument for that. The, the cover story on Fortune magazine was Trader Joe's and how Trader Joe's makes all of its money by offering 10 types of peanut butter instead of 40 types of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And the very lack of choice elevates the quality in people's minds because they have less to choose from. They're not worried about making the wrong choice and they know that if it made it to Trader Joe's shelves, it's going to be good. So it reduces fear and it reduces um, opportunity cost. So there is a, a certain you know thing to say that if Google offers you fewer choices, you will be happier. That's, I mean, that is the, the whole idea of the paradox of choice. There's also the question of, you know, you have to be a really big brand to get an advantage from this because there are plenty of brands that are small and aren't seeing the same kind of effect. Right. Right. I mean, you have to be a pretty strongly branded term. I don't know that it's about big or small brands, but it is about strong or weak brands. And I also think it's about how specific your search query was. Mm -hmm. For instance, in the post, they gave the example of exhibitions at, um, and then an abbreviation for a museum. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I wouldn't call a museum a huge brand necessarily, but the query was specific enough where Google felt assured that they really just wanted to find out what was going to be at that museum. So I was reading today a post by um, David Harry, and he was saying that this brand update might be, might have killed ORM, that it might actually be beyond just putting brands more strongly, but that there's evidence to suggest that it has actually killed off negative results. Um, his example in the post is looking for um, Comcast, and the suggestions are, you know, all perfectly clean, neutral, or positive. And then, you know, he continues typing, and it goes to Comcast SU, where you think at least Comcast Sucks would show up. I mean, it's a big website. It's very well known, and it doesn't in the, in the suggestions. So why, and we know people are still searching for it, so why isn't it showing up? That's crazy. I had no idea that... I mean, it it really brings into question the fact that Google isn't favoring brands. I know that's one of those things that everyone doesn't want to touch because it's tinfoil hat, but, like, wiping out negative suggestions? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, taking it a step further, even in the post, he says, you know, he does a search on BP, and there's nothing negative about BP. BP! They killed everything. (laughs) They killed small children. They killed... (laughs) <laughs> Turtles, they, I mean, everything and nothing. No negative publicity on their results page. How? So, yeah, that, that's something to, to watch for. However, we are out of time. That's it for this week's show. We'd like to thank Brett Rangan for coming on the show and thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing. 
You can always check out SEMSynergy.com for more on this week's guests and topics. And you can always follow us on Twitter at SEMSynergy. If you have internet marketing questions or if there's anything you want to hear about, you can always email us at SEMSynergy at BruceClay.com. Come back next week for more industry info and experts. Thank you for joining us on SEM Synergy. Mm-hmm.